morning and welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader Podcast. I'm Nicola Willis from NW Marketing and I'm joined today by Tanya Sismal from Mind State Coaching and we're here today to talk about personal development and the mindset for female entrepreneurs. How are you today? I'm great. How are you, Nicola? You good? I'm good. I'm good. I love anything to do with mindset and helping female entrepreneurs get control of their mindset and help them in their business. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Now, you've been in business for 25 years, owning hair salons and your own personal development experiences. So tell me, how did you get into personal development coaching? And a little um, background on you, whatever you'd like people to know on how you got to where you are today. Sure. Well, I actually got into business when I was 19 years old and I had hairdressing salons all over Melbourne in shopping centres. And I got into personal development, not actually for my own personal development. I remember I was up one night really late and I saw an infomercial on TV back in the day. This is late 80s. So there was, you know, there were infomercials that you used to watch no internet. And so I was watching this infomercial and it really got me with what the person was saying, which is Tony Robbins. Everyone knows who Tony Robbins is. And so I purchased his book and it it came in the mail and then I started reading it and I 100% got into personal development for business. I didn't at any point think, oh, maybe this can work on me. I just took it and my interpretation of his book was to completely implement it in business. And that's what I did. And it it just went, you know, fantastic. And, you know, from 19 to 23, I went in leaps and bounds, then opened up another salon and then so on and so forth. And, you know, the thing about personal development that I found as a novice back then is as soon as things things start going well, I kind of, you know, you forget about the personal development and you just relish in whatever's going on. So fast forward that, I ended up getting married, had two beautiful little boys and my marriage turned to shit. Sorry, am I allowed to swear on this? Because I do swear sometimes, I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, so my marriage turned to shit. I ended up divorced with two little toddlers and, you know, I fell into the biggest, deepest hole that I just couldn't get out of. And I remember someone passed me over a book by Louise Hay called You Can Heal Your Life. And I remember I started reading about the first chapter or something. This is back in 2004, I think. And I kind of tossed it. I just threw it and I said, oh, this is rubbish. You know, it just aggravated me. The more I, you know, read about personal development, the more I was aggravated. So I then sort of thought, you know, what I'm doing is not working. Um, I'm just going through the motions. I opened up my own salon. I was a single mom. I was running a business. I was really busy, but there was just something inside of me was not right. So I picked the book up and I started to read. And then I started to study. And then I started to implement because there's a lot of people that say, oh, yeah, I know personal development. Yeah, I read. read." But unless you actually experience it, unless you implement an experience, it doesn't work. I mean, you could have a lot of knowledge about a lot of things. Um, I'm a soccer mom, so I know a lot about soccer in theory, and I've never kicked a ball, right? Until I kick that ball, I don't really know it. So fast forward um, about a an, an whole decade, and um, my family, my kids and I experienced a tragedy. My then ex-husband got killed in a car accident. Oh, and that was... 
up until that moment, I, I was going through some things like it was like I could feel there was a shift and a change coming on. And I, I was so involved in personal development and all I wanted to do was talk about it and, you know, and, and teach it. And I kind of implemented it in, in my salons with my staff and, and I'd, you know, I'd be talking about it with my clients and I could see how much, how much people got from it. So I started thinking that, you know, eventually this is what I wanted to do. So there was nothing like an emotional impact in your life um, to really, you know, change the trajectory of your life. So I thought, this is it. This is my moment. I want to work from home. I want to be doing something that I'm around my kids because they were very young at the time. And um, so that was what I did. I sold up and then I started learning. I became an NLP practitioner and, you know, the rest is history. I, I decided to open up Mindstay Coaching and, you know, I'm so inspired by, by people's stories and human potential that it was almost like I, I just it was, I was just drawn into becoming a personal development coach and helping people just be their best. I love that because it does. <clears throat> I work a lot in why in business. You know, people who have that passion usually have why. It yeah. comes to some part in their business journey or some part in their life that has caused them to either explore another side or to actually just go in deeper into what they really do believe. And you've done that because yeah. you can see the difference it makes in people's lives. And I think that's what we need to all take into account, that there's some gift in us that we are compelled to share sometimes and we can give back to people who we see are in the position we were once in and that's where life experience comes in so so why would you and and how would you tell people to implement personal development into their lives so how would you tell someone who's a bit lost or at a crossroads in their life how would you get them to implement personal development into their life to make a difference going forward for them yeah. Um, well, the thing about personal development, it's, it's multifaceted. It's not just one, one thing, you know, personal development. If we break it down, there's the emotional aspect of it. So it's, you know, it's, it's obviously your mindset and how you think and, and how you're feeling. But there's also that spiritual side of it. And then there's also, you know, I call that physical part of it, which is what makes you move, you know, your physiology, what gets you up and gets you going. And what I think is really important is if you're starting off with personal development, what I would say is explore all of them. You know, um, I found it really interesting that the more spiritual I became, like the more I practiced spirituality, the more financially abundant I became. You know, the more I moved my body and, you know, really honoured the vessel that I live in and moved my body, exercised, you know, became mindful how I ate, how I hydrated myself, the, you know, the more emotionally well I became, you know. And, and the other thing is the more disciplined I became, the more freedom I have in my life. So these are the things that, you know, once you get into personal development, I think it's also really important to start small, to, to you know, learn something that, actually that you're attracted to that you're drawn to because there is so many things out there there is so many gurus out there so many books so many courses so many coaches I think you need to you need to start off with the one that you're drawn to and start there and and definitely um, learn something and implement it this is a journey it's not a, like it's not a race you're never done the way I look at it it goes like you're never done until you're done so um 
you know yeah, that's, that's exactly right and the success is in the journey not the destination right. and I've always believed that because if we're all just waiting for that one time when we get whatever it is that we're supposedly looking for and then you get there and then that that's not it that's not enough or you've changed and it's not about the the destination each day each week each month each year it's about the small wins and the changes the little steps because I find that clients I work with in the marketing realm they want that destination so bad they want to get where it is that they want to get but they forget every small win along the way should be celebrated Every yes. first lead, every first sale, every first um, milestone you reach needs to be celebrated because yeah. otherwise when are you ever going to be happy? You know, if it's not until you have 10,000 followers or it's not until you have 100 people in a course, you know, if you never reach that, does that mean you're never going to be happy? And I think we need to get that mindset shift. I agree with the energetics. I've been exploring that a lot more this year and it really does allow you to open yourself up to new experiences and opportunities and not be so blinkered in regards to what's out there for you. And in regards to people being drawn to you, it's 100% right. There are so many different people out there uh, that are doing similar things to, to what we're all doing. But yeah. people are drawn to your energetics. That's what's going to make the difference. Yeah. You want to attract like-minded people to work with, aligned people. And that can only come from you being 100% behind what you believe in. And then that will come out and then you will attract aligned clients. And that is the dream to be living with people who want to work with you absolutely, and to be working with them. Is that not the dream that we all want to be, have a business that we love, that lights us up, that provides for our family, but also we're working with people that just cannot wait to pay us, cannot wait to show up on calls and can't wait to see what transformation they can get. Now, to me, that is the dream and why we do what we do. So I think personal development for everyone, including ourselves, it's a never-ending journey. You pivot, you turn. I mean, if COVID's taught us anything, it's what pivoting can look like and that you have skills that you didn't know were even possible when you're challenged and I mean that's what a coach can do can challenge you can really ask you those questions of like why are you doing this or why have you not done this and it might be something you never thought of and that's the mindset shift that I love about um, personal development coaching and mindset journey coaching and things that can really make you shift out of your your thing so I want you to tell me about the rich mother mindset program what right. does the program encompass and what results have you achieved with each of your clients? Because we're talking now about that accountability and having those people in your corner. So what does that look like for the Rich Mother Mindset Program? All right. So um, it's, it's actually what we were just talking about. So the Rich Mother Mindset, it's a four-phase program. It goes for 24 weeks. I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but today we're talking about the program. So the thing about the clients that come to me, um, usually... People that are um, goal-driven get extremely frustrated because, like you were saying before, all they want to do is get to that goal and then nothing. They feel nothing. Then they think, oh, no, I've got to get to a bigger goal and a bigger goal and then another goal. And they just seem to be chasing something and they don't know what it is. They're not fulfilled. They're not happy. And usually they'll suffer burnout. Okay, so I'm all about success. 
you know, I mean, it's the rich mother mindset, for God's sake. You know, we're, we're not shy about money. We love money. And, 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 you know, money gives us so many freedoms. People are really freaked out about talking about money. I absolutely am not. I love money and I love talking about it. But there is so many other things to life as well, not, not just that. Um, so the rich mother mindset, the first phase, we don't even get into goals until week eight. Because you first have to figure out what it is that you want. You need a vision something to head towards because once you have a vision of what it is and what you would like or love your life to look like, we set goals against that vision, right? They have to be in alignment with that vision because the goal is just another stepping stone in the journey of life. Because I've, I've said to clients a couple of times already that, you know, we've set little goals along the way. And I said to them, remember, you're going to get to that goal and you're going to be happy for five minutes and then there's going to be nothing. But if you're prepared, if you have a life vision and you know what that vision looks like, you're actually, your goals are just stepping stones. So as you reach them, yeah, you celebrate it and then you keep going. And the life vision evolves. You don't, you're not chasing goals and trying to get, you know, if I make, you know, a million this year, next you have to make 10 million because I'm not going to be happy with a million. Then I have to make a hundred, you know. What happens is you keep expanding the life vision and your goals are always in alignment with that. So that's the second phase is all about how we use the funnel of focus to actually reach our goals and how we change our daily disciplines. So tiny little steps that lead to massive results. You know, people underestimate what a 1% shift just in your daily habits can create in 12 months time. You know, a lot of people don't start things, Nicola, because they are so overwhelmed with what it is that they want and they just don't know where to start. Um, they don't, you know, their self-image isn't yet strong enough for them to, you know, have the have the guts to get up and just go for it. So in, in phase three, once we work out what disciplines, what daily habits do you need to implement that align with your goals and with your vision, then in the third step is where we work on your mindset, complete mindset. It's all about your self-image, who you are, you know, discovering who you are as a person because whatever you want to reach, you first have to become that person. You, you, can't, you can't, you know, attract $10 million in your life if you're used to being on a $50,000 wage. You can't attract the love of your life if, all you th if you think all men are bad. You know what I mean? You have to change your mindset. You have to get into, you have to step in the shoes of that future self that you want to become. And I teach them how to do that. And then the fourth phase, and I think is the most important, once you're on that path, you've, you, so you get the template, you fill all this out yourself. You know, this is not me, you know, telling you how to live your life, what time to get up and when to go to bed. This is about, this is about you choosing authentically for yourself what it is, what's inside of you, what do you want to express, how do you want to live your life, where do you want to live, how, how you know, what are the things you want to have, what, what experiences you want to have. So when we finally get to the last phase, which is the fourth phase, is the support and the accountability. You know, it's six weeks of total accountability. It's like your own personal accountability group, which is really important. So I teach people. And then afterwards, once they finish, they can set up their own little accountability groups. They can be their own accountability partners. They can, you know, do, you know, um, mastermind groups. They can do whatever they want. So after six months, I guarantee that a transformation because, you know, like you, I attract people who want to do this work 
Um, and this work is really like it's a step-by-step process. So it is definitely not overwhelming. Um, so people that, you know, you get your type A personalities that, you know, grab things and they're gung-ho and they're extroverted and they'll, you know, like take over and they, you know, they seem to, you know, swim to the top all the time. But then all, you get all these other little ones who are shy and introverted and, and you know, their self-esteem isn't as, as you know, as as great and healthy as it should be and all that. So this is this picks up on everybody and everyone gets the opportunity to transform and, and develop into, you know, the person that they want to be and the best version of themselves. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's the advantages that come from a group program is all the different input that you can have from other people going along the same journey as you at the same time sure. because those A-type personalities can bring in a vibe and so can the others that sit back and look yes. and think and they can give you input that you would never have thought of when you're the, the loud one that's always up there. Sometimes it's lovely to have the people that just come from underneath and just tell you something that you might not have really thought of and that's where a group dynamic is wonderful. One-on-ones are awesome as well for implementing strategic plans of what you want and group programs I think are great for getting input and really rounding yourself out so I would highly recommend both if you ever have a chance in your lifetime to do Um, I've been involved in many and and I've I've come out the other end with so much transformation and a lot of it is driven by yourself because you can't have people tell you what to do because it's never going to be authentic and you're never going to really implement it because you're going to wonder if it was really my idea in the first place and I think you're exactly right you're setting these frameworks up and you're setting the ideas up and the way to investigate it so you can do the work yourself and I think people love that because they can really get dive deep now I want to know what the biggest mistake is for young women trying to navigate happiness in the world what are you seeing along your journeys from um, who you're dealing with or just what you would think if you were speaking to someone who was in their 20s and they're they're trying to navigate the world what would you ask them to do oh that's a really that's a really good question (laughs) Especially as a mother of a 23-year-old and a 21-year-old boy and, um, yeah, looking at that generation, that's a really good question. Um, look, what I find, and it doesn't have to necessarily be for, for women, although, you know, I find us women, we come with a bit more, you know, uh, baggage, um, especially when it comes to our own self-image and, and stuff like that. I think that one of the things that I find with, with young people is that, you get to a certain part of your life once you've, you know, you, you go to school and then you finish school and then you'll go to uni or, you know, you'll get a job and you kind of have always something that you're looking forward to. So, you know, and learning something new and there's growth in that, obviously. So you get to a certain point in your time in your life. So let's say you've started a new business and, you know, it's moving along. And what I find, or even if they're starting a new career or they're, you know, doing a new job and they get to a certain point and then they kind of flatline, right? And if they're stuck in this flatline for too long, they tend to, to lose their motivation, they're very uninspired. If things are taking too long, and I get that because in this generation, you know, the millennials and stuff, they're used to everything happening right now, this second. You, you can't wait one second for anything because it's just done for you. Bang, done, done, done. So, you know, if things take too long, if, they, if they're not getting the results that they want, they seem to just sort of quit it. And I find that that's a, that's a real shame. And knowing that, 
for you to be happy and have fulfillment, this is this is what I found in my life and what I found with all my clients. There, you have to be growing as a person. You have to be experiencing new things. You have to be growing. And it's not about, you know, like when you're younger, it's really easy. We forget, like, why are children so focused on the one thing and playing and they're always, you know, they they are not embarrassed. They have no hang-ups about how they look. They're just in the moment doing exactly what they want to do. And we're encouraging them all the way. You know, my, my son didn't get up once and trip over and I say, oh, don't worry about walking. You, you're terrible at it. Don't, don't walk ever again. You know what I mean? Um, we're, we're there supporting them and encouraging them and saying, come on, do that. And then what happens is we get to a certain point in our life, and it's usually towards the end of our 20s, where we're a little bit lost. And I think the French have coined this uh, phrase, and it's called, or a word, that we don't have exactly in the English language, and it's called ennui. And that means where you get to a point in your life where there's something missing, but you don't know, you don't know what it is. And you know, and, and I think it's due to the fact that you've got an okay life, like that, you know, you're not starving, you're not out on the streets, you, you're doing okay, but there's something missing and you don't know what that is. And I think that is growth. I think that's the number one thing. You have to forever be learning. You have to forever, you know, be growing as a person and experiencing new things and having the patience. You know, we overestimate you know, what we can do in this instant. We think everything can happen right now. And that's that's not exactly true. And, you know, we underestimate, you know, how quickly, you know, 10 years are going to go by or 20 years are going to go by and, you know, what you can achieve. You know, when you're 20, 30 doesn't matter. But when you get to 30, you know, you think, wow, God, that's flown. How did I get to 30? So, um, and finally, the one thing that I, I tell my kids this all the time and I tell all my, you know, young girls that I, that I talk to and that I coach is that it's okay to be the fool until you become the master. You know, they're very self-conscious because of all the social media and, every, you know, they feel like, you know, they, they have to, you know, portray this perfect, perfect, perfect image. And it's just not true. You know, you can, you can portray whatever you want. Who cares? You know what, you know, anyway, but I think that that is, you need to be the fool before you can be a master and, you know, things, you're going to fail at things until you become great at it. You have to, you have to practice and keep practicing at things before you become great at it. it. To master it, you have to get, you know, so many hours into doing a thing before you become very comfortable, before you experience everything there is to experience in that particular field. So I would say, you know, be patient, give yourself time and be, you know, less self-conscious about what other people think of you and be more, you know, more in tuned with who you are and discovering who you are, what's inside of you that wants to come out rather than worrying about what everyone else sees on the external. You know, yeah. that, I think it's that's really 100% because everyone's so scared to fail now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, they just forget that that's how every single entrepreneur got where they are today because the only way you learn is from failure. You fail fast, you keep going. And I think we get a little bit carried away with failing as being the end. And I think people forget that even two decades ago, failing was seen as a good thing because it meant that wasn't working, move on to the next one. You don't waste time, you know, just on stuff 
pondering the fact it didn't work. Mm -hmm. It didn't work. You move on, you get on to the next one. So I think it's a matter now of getting into that mindset change, like you said, the energetics, opening yourself up to new experiences, mm -hmm. playfulness, you know, going out there, putting out offers, putting out ideas for things. If they don't work, they don't work. It wasn't the time or maybe it just wasn't. Um, the right messaging, think about it, what worked, keep going, you know, and I think that's what women in business, I'd like to think that a lot of the younger generation are good at that, but I do feel they get a bit worried about how they look in regards to I failed, that's not a good look, that's the difference now, whereas in the um, maybe 20 years ago without social media, it wasn't portrayed so easily, was it, if you failed? No, do no. it and yep. move on. Whereas now it's in the ether forever, and people think that yep. you know that is why they can't share their authenticity or be vulnerable. Um, Brene Brown is one of my favorite um, authors, and uh, the book Dare to Lead is something that I think a lot of female entrepreneurs need to read in regards to how to deal with your team or just yourself and honoring that vulnerability, because. People, especially in a team, need to know that sometimes you don't have all the answers. You know, your staff, you don't want to be seen as the person where you just have, they think, well, you know, she has everything under control because <laughs> then they look at themselves and think, oh, my God, like I don't, I haven't got this under control at all. So if you can be vulnerable and that comes to with your social media, with your clients, vulnerable doesn't mean, you know, sharing, you know, your dirty laundry. It just means showing that you're human and that you're learning and that you grow and then your team are more likely to come to you and share and you can provide that wisdom if needed be or just get help for everyone you know you might need to grow as a team and but you won't know that if your staff can't come and talk to you so and that's what I usually tell entrepreneurs if they're in the startup phase you know start getting into that mindset work so that when you do have a team you can build a really good team that is authentic and honest and along the journey with you because if you don't share and that's what a lot of these young female entrepreneurs think they have to show up as the boss babe and everything's going fantastically and you know I'm just living the life but we all know they're not we know they're not and you see them at events and you see them if you're in masterminds with them and you see them online and then you see what they're really talking about in a mastermind and you know they don't have anything going on and you know that Black Friday sale, they were up until 2 a.m. trying to put together because they didn't have any idea what to put out or so, you know. And people, the more they talk about business in real terms, I think it will make it a lot easier for the next lot of female entrepreneurs coming up that don't have this high bar and are willing to be playful and experiment. Uh, experiment with your business, with your offerings, with, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's the main thing um, I'd, I'd like to um, leave for female entrepreneurs because it is scary. It's hard. I mean, business is hard. I mean, no one's going to yeah. lie. It's yeah. hard work. It's lots of hours and it's lots of stress, but the payoff is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. absolutely. And I just want to I just want to talk just on that female um entrepreneur leaders and, and teams and stuff like that. I think that I've the ones that I've worked with, there's been a few that their biggest struggle has been that they think that they have to be perfect in the eyes of everybody else, in the eyes of their team. God forbid, like you said, that they're asked a question and they don't know it. 
you know, and rather than just being open and honest and authentic and say, actually, I don't know that. And I've said this so many times, when somebody asks you a question, you don't have to answer it straight away. You don't have to, you know, it could be a question that you choose not to answer, but it could be a question that you just don't know and you say, I can get back to you. And the other thing is, is that leading a team where you have a, you know, a mindset of contribution rather than competition. I find that, you know, working with a lot of women, um, even in, you know, different, different businesses, I found that, you know, that's that scarcity mindset. And that's the other thing that I, I teach a lot and talk about a lot in the rich mother mindset is that we get out of that scarcity mindset because that's led by fear. And when you're in that scarcity mindset, you're constantly in competition mode. And when you're in competition mode, you think that you are everything, your mindset is limited. You think you only have, a, there's only a certain size of a pie and you want to get as much of it as possible. And for you to get as much of it possible, the other people got to go down, right? And that is not the way, you know, not the way that I teach things and it's not the way I believe um, I led or people should lead, you know. I think is if everyone's in that contribution mindset, that's an expansive mindset. There's growth in that and growth is unlimited. So, you know, um, not being perfect and not being, you know, in that competition mode is, I think, really important for young uh, female entrepreneurs to, to um to learn and the quicker you learn that I think the more successful you will become yeah and the more uh female leaders adopt that the more that the up-and-coming female entrepreneurs will experience that type of leadership and I think that that is where your core values come in and a lot of work I do with my clients when they're creating their messaging is around their vision mission and their core values because Once you have core values set within your business, you're setting a framework for what you will and won't accept. And that, again, comes down to like we were talking about the energetics and of who you attract. If people know what type of business you run and what you will and won't accept, they're accepting that when they come to work with you. They know there's no surprises. So um, our core values at uh, NW Marketing are um, a tone. So it makes treat each other like family, own your own journey, no drama ever, and empathy always. Yeah. So anyone, and that involves clients as well, that comes to work with me, I judge them against those values. So we never take drama, um, just it's never accepted anywhere here. That could be clients or it could be staff. And the same with own your own journey. If you have a question, ask it. If you want something, ask it. And you're in charge of your journey in the business. So, you know, ask. And that's where people know that they can because it's part of our values. So that's what I think is important. It takes a long time to come up with your values and that's what the work I do in our framework um, because the Magnify Your Marketing involves creating those foundations because once you have those foundations, you can then create a team, a message that's aligned. And I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. It's about being aligned, isn't it, with your clients, with your team, just in life. If you're aligned with who you are as a person, it can only lead to growth, I think. Oh, 100%. And that, that is ultimate happiness and fulfillment when you're, you know, you're authentically you, you're attracting people that you don't, you don't have to, you know, uh, put up a facade or anything. You are you and therefore you're attracting people that are like-minded. That's why the group coaching works really well because people, 
a lot of a lot of people out there feel you know isolated especially if they're into personal development and they want to grow and they're ambitious and stuff there is you know personal development itself there's like just under eight billion people in this world there's only about one percent of the population which is only and maybe that's even an exaggeration i don't know if 80 million people you know, practice personal development or even know what personal development is. So the number one thing about doing personal development is it's a huge advantage for you in the workplace, in your life. Um, that's the that's the number one thing. Um, but, yeah, so I just lost my train of thought then because I was <laughs> thinking about how many people, I thought, wow, there's a lot of people in the, in the world. But, it is um, a lot of people. And you think that's another thing people need to um get on top of when we're talking about the competitiveness of female yeah. uh, entrepreneurs yeah. there are a shitload of people in the world okay mm-hmm. so if you even get a tiny tiny fraction of yeah. those there is still What's enough yes. for everyone else and the the example i love is you look at all the breakfast cereals on the the supermarket aisles okay there are a squillion varieties and they all still make money so it's about finding if you're a fruit loop or if you're a nutrient, whatever you are, find what you are, and they attract completely different people. So it's just sure. that same thing of like look at it as simple as that. They all attract and market to completely different people, but they're all the same thing. Yeah. So just make it as simple as that in your brain and you will be able to find who it is that you're attracting and what it is you offer that they want um, and go with that. That's the easiest I could put it because that's ultimately there is someone for everyone. you just got to find out who that is. Correct. Now, I have loved this conversation because mindset oh, and coaching and people in general is my favourite. Um, now, I want everyone to go and check you out online so they can find out more about the Rich Mother Mindset Program, about um, Mindstate Coaching and you. So what's the easiest or the best place for people to go to find out more? Well, they can go to my website, which is mindstatecoaching.com.au. Um, the best way to, to learn more and see if, if I am a fit for them or if they're a fit for the program is just to book a consultation. It's a discovery call. It's completely free. Um, it's 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how we're going. But it's not just a discovery call to find out about uh, the Rich Mother Mindset. It's There's a lot of useful, you know, coaching that goes on within that hour. And, and, and you know, we find out what your biggest problem is and we find out, you know, the best way to, to solve it. So even if, you know, Mindstate Coaching or the Rich Mother Mindset Program might not be a fit for you right now, you'll still get really useful information to take away and, and to try and implement into your own life. So that would be the best way is just to book a discovery call and um, and we can have a chat and then we'll love talk it. whether I love it, it. You know, it's a fit or not. And we've yes. just, yeah, you keep just started, sorry, we've just started um, on the 29th um, our new group. So the next group starting on the 10th of January. So uh-huh. it's also one-on-one. I've got five spots available for next year for one-on-one coaching. If someone, you know, if someone is more interested in really accelerating and taking their life to, you know, crazy level next year, or if they're just, you know, really introverted and they're not comfortable in a group, there is, you know, there is all sorts of people. And I try and accommodate 
to different personality types. But, um, you know, I've got five spots available for one-on-one and we have a new group starting on the 10th of January. I love it. New year, new you, yes, you know. Yes. That's my favourite time of the year. No better time um, to start. Yeah. And, and that's what's yeah. good also. Um, you do a discovery call now, book in now, so you know you're sorted for 2022. Absolutely. You know you're starting something. Absolutely. You can relax over Christmas knowing that you're going to smash it for next year. I think that's why... It's good to start that now before the end of the year and get it sorted. I so, definitely um, get onto it, book it in. Um, you know what, what's happening. You know when you're starting. You know, 10th of January is perfect. Um, I like to get stuck in in January because I think otherwise it just slips away and next thing you know, it's February and you think, oh, I've lost a whole month. So, um, and like I said, the first and second phase of, of my stay coaching, there's actually, it's all just building up and, and just really honing in on what it is you want and the steps we're going to take to get it. So it's not until the third and the fourth phase that we actually go really into implementation and actioning and, you know, stuff like that. So, you you know, you'll be fine during January and February. Um, and you won't have to do, you won't have to actually, you know, get out there and put your money where your mouth is. You'll, you'll be actually just, you know, constructing this amazing new life and transformation that you're going to have next and year. And who doesn't want that? That's what I say. Who doesn't want that in 2022, especially after the year that's been or the last couple? So why not make 2022 the year you just nail it? That's what I think. That's what I'm doing anyway. I've decided 2022 is the year, the year it just all happens. Um, it's been awesome talking with you, Tanya. I've um, really loved awesome. it. And um, everyone head over. Um, you're also on Instagram, Facebook, yep. LinkedIn, all of that sort of stuff, Mind State Coaching. And uh, Instagram is... He's on Instagram. Uh, Yep, yeah, uh, your name. Sismal, yeah, my name, Tanya Sismal, is on um, is my Instagram handle, the Rich Mother Mindset. You'll find that. Perfect. Um, so it's been awesome. Um, I'll pop all of those links in the show notes for the podcast and also in awesome. the description so people can Thank find you easily you. there as well. It's been amazing and um, have an awesome Christmas and New Year. And um, I bet all, well, and all clients, I'm looking forward to them smashing in the New Year with you as well. Oh, I'm so excited. Absolutely obsessed with human potential. So I cannot wait to support them and, and see what they're going to create. You know, who knows what's, what's lying inside of the next you know exactly and that's what the support's yeah. going to bring out i love it i love it all right Tanya, it's been great and no um, i'll talk to you soon bye see you later bye